we're really focused on entrepreneurs that are passionate, entrepreneurs that are smart, that are nice, and that have really, really big visions and want to make big things happen. Truly game-changing opportunities. This is the Sports Tech All-Stars podcast, showcasing outstanding startups and initiatives in the global sports tech ecosystem. From Sports Tech X, the leading source for data and insights about sports tech. Here is your host, Benjamin Pinker. So, hi everyone. This is Benjamin from Sports Tech X with another cool podcast episode. Today, I'm uh, super looking forward to my guest. It's uh, Wayne Kimmel from 76 Capital. In case you don't know 76 Capital, it's a venture capital company investing in game-changing tech startups in esports and sports betting. So I'm sure Wayne has uh, a lot of things to talk about. Uh, but first of all, I want to welcome him to the show, of course. Hi, Wayne. How are you? Great, Benjamin. Thank you so much for having me. This is really awesome to be on your podcast. Yes, I'm excited as well. You have been a part of our report, the North American one that we recently published. So I, I got some insights about 76 Capital um, already in there, but of course, looking forward to expand that a bit and uh, yeah, talk more about your, your company and your initiative. Yeah, I'm excited to, to share more and get to know each other well, and, and most importantly, try to figure out ways to help each other and, and just make the, the overall sports tech community even better. That's the spirit. Let's kick it off with, yeah, first uh, something about you. So uh, Wayne Kimmel as a person, wh what do we need to know about you? Um, what have you done in the past? What are you doing now? Anything worth mentioning? Sure. Well, as you said, my name's Wayne Kimmel, um, managing partner at 76 Capital. And my whole life, um, not only was a, a sports fan, but also played sports uh, all through high school. In college, went to University of Maryland was for Division One school. wasn't good enough to play basketball or baseball there, but <laughs> went into broadcasting there and was a broadcaster and broadcasted, you know, the University of Maryland basketball as well as football games there. And so the world of sportscasting was something that was a way for me to keep my foot in the door in the sports world. And then went off to law school um, and became a lawyer. Wow! And in the mid '90s, I just couldn't see myself practicing law anymore. And I said that I, I needed to go and find out the next thing. And the next thing at that time was the internet. And that was really exciting to get into the world, business world in the 90s as the internet was really taking off. And then at 29, started my own venture capital fund. So what is the story of 76 Capital? Uh, maybe you can share how, how this all started, how you got into this and uh, yeah, what you're doing in general, of course. As, as I've talked about and I talk about in the book that I wrote a few years ago called Six Degrees of Wayne Kimmel, I was this 29-year-old kid that wanted to get into the venture capital business. And I was able to go out and raise $20 million for my first venture capital fund. And wow. that was the beginnings of, of 76 Capital. And you know we we're really fortunate to be investors in some really great entrepreneurs that created great companies. Companies like Seamless Web, which is public today as Grubhub. Uh, companies like Take Care Health Systems, which are, is the company that that you, if you go into a Walgreens today and you get checked out by a nurse practitioner in one of their stores, that store inside of the store, that healthcare clinic was Take Care Health Systems, and we sold that company to Walgreens. Wow! And part of the 
the story that really ties into what we're talking about today was our investment in Nutrisystem. And Nutrisystem was a weight loss company or is a weight loss company. Yeah. And we invested in that company. And thanks to, I tell the story in my book, the great luck of our CEO, he met Dan <laughs> Marino, uh, the, the quarterback for the, the former quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. He met him on a golf course. Legend. An incredible legend, Hall of Famer, and said to him, would you be interested in being a spokesperson for Nutrisystem? And Dan said, well, hey, I could lose a few pounds. And then, quite frankly, <laughs> that was the beginning of, a, of the real big success of, of Nutrisystem, where it became the top performing stock in America for five consecutive years. And all the investors, including us, did extremely well in that company. But the one thing that really happened there was the part that we recognized at 76 Capital that we got to see the power of sports. Mm-hmm the power of an athlete. And that has really been part of the genesis of the future of what we then built at 76 Capital into the sports tech fund that it is today. So that also means you are always trying to involve athletes in some capacity, if possible? Well, we really believe that no matter what you do, you want to have experts alongside of you. Yeah. And At 76 Capital, we believe when you're dealing with sports, the experts are the athletes and the coaches. Uh And we want to have them tightly integrated into the businesses that we invest in. We don't want to invest in a a new sports business and the elite athletes say, this this isn't any good. I would never use this. Yeah. Um, this is not good because of this or that. And they're the experts, right? They're the ones who have played at the highest of levels. It's like if you're a doctor and you're trying to diagnose a, a, a certain you know, illness, you want to bring in the experts. You want to bring in a doctor who's specifically an expert in that area. And that's the kind of thing that we like to do with, with athletes and other you know, top sports business um, experts when we make investments in companies. And yeah, speaking of that, making investment into companies, um, is there a certain type of startup or a certain area of sports like, that you are specifically looking into? And uh, what exactly are you offering to startups? So what does uh, maybe differentiate you compared to other venture capital firms in, in sports and tech? Sure. At 76 Capital, we're all about investing in startup and early stage companies. Mm-hmm. So we're really focused on the entrepreneur. We're really focused on entrepreneurs that are passionate, entrepreneurs that are smart, that are nice, and that have really, really big visions and want to make big things happen, truly game-changing opportunities. So specifically around the sports tech world, we, we love companies that are using technology uh, within the, the sports industry, uh, whether that's you know sensors or the use of data we were we're really mm-hmm. excited about companies in and around that area as well as not only companies that are specifically for the pros but also for the amateur and youth side of things mm-hmm. we also are very much interested in the world of esports uh, we have been an, an early investor um, in the esports industry and we think that that is an extremely high growth opportunity for investors today. And also we have, you know, jumped in headfirst in the world of sports betting. Mm-hmm. And since May 14th of 2018, 
we're not even a year, two years into the sports betting industry in the United States of America, the, the true you know, growth outside of the state of Nevada, um, we believe there's incredible opportunities for entrepreneurs to build the next great companies within the sports betting industry. And I've told many people that I believe that there will be an Amazon, there'll be a Facebook, there'll be a Google-like company that comes out of the sports betting industry over the next several years. A company that truly transforms and innovates and looks at the world completely differently from a sports betting perspective. And I don't think we've seen that company yet, but there's a good chance that company is being you know, thought about right now, or someone's about to create something that's really going to be an incredible game changer in that industry. And we at 76 Capital hope to be investors in that business. And how do you convince these uh, founders or these companies to, to work with you and, and accept your investment? And is there, is there something special that you can bring to the table? I mean, yeah, betting is a, is a hot topic. Uh, and I can imagine if there's a promising solution out there that there are a couple of venture capital firms that are interested. So what do you think uh, do you bring to the table? Well, I think one of the big things that, you know, first of all, at, at 76 Capital that we want to do is we like to work with others. We like to partner. So we're not in the in the business of not allowing other people to invest with us in other in companies. So if there's a really strong investor that would add a lot of value to the company that we're investing in, love to have them. And hopefully they feel the same way about us. And, and why hopefully? Because when we make these investments in companies, we believe that we're truly adding strategic value to these companies. We're able to match them up with our athlete investors through our athlete venture group. Mm -hmm. We're able to do things like just through the use of the relationships and, and network that we have within the sports industry all across the, the world, uh, whether that's teams or leagues or players or coaches. Those are the things that we do to really help strategically, you know, using this in, in a way to really strategically move these companies forward and, and really think about. And, you know, the, we also have a great team of people that have been in the trenches with entrepreneurs for many, many years and trying to keep them as confident and keep their mindset right is something that's really big that we do at 76 Capital. Can imagine and can also imagine that um, the the athlete venture group that you just mentioned uh, is also something that is highly valued by by the founders. I, I've seen it on on your website that um, there you describe the uh, athlete venture group. Maybe you can uh, describe in like one to three sentences what that exactly is. Yeah, you know, for us, the athlete venture group, what it's all about is it allows athletes to have access to invest, help, and really get involved and use their social capital to promote and help some of the companies that we invest in. Cool. Can't imagine that that is something the, the athletes enjoy uh, as well, because I mean, we've seen a lot of initiatives of, like that popping up where, where athletes try to get into that space. So it's a good addition to what you anyways do. Yeah, thank you. And you know, our athlete venture group is something that is a voluntary thing for our athlete investors. You know, some of them want to get involved. Some of them want to be known. Some of them don't. But what it does do is if they are interested and it is an area that they actually can really help, they're the ones who are going to put their hands on that product as one of the experts. Yeah. They're going to hold that shot tracker basketball. 
they're going to hold that Diamond Kinetics smart baseball, and they're going to know what it should really feel like. Yeah, They're going to know how it should really perform much better than anyone else in the world. And that sort of feedback and advice, and they also have incredible relationships. They have relationships with people at a different level than the average sports business person. And some of the things that they can do as I talk about using their social capital is absolutely incredible. And we've seen results and we have some incredible examples of things, how this has actually worked over time. And we're excited to do more. We're excited to match up athletes. I mean, we have some certain athletes who love esports. Some don't like video games. Yeah. You know, <laughs> some really understand the world of betting and some have no idea. And we just make sure that we try to match up the right people with the right opportunities. And it's been it's been really magical to watch it happen. You can't imagine. And you, you just said that you've seen some nice uh, successes along the way already, yeah. not only related to the athletes, I assume. Um, yeah, my next question would be, what are your biggest successes so far? It doesn't have to be a specific company. Maybe it's something completely different. Maybe it's that you uh, were able to attract uh, some really interesting athletes to your to your initiative. I don't know. What do you think it is? Yeah, you know, I would say one of the things that we're most proud of right now has been the the growth and success of one of our esports portfolio companies, which is called Nerd Street Gamers. Uh -huh. And Nerd Street Gamers was started by John Fazio. And it was John and a couple guys who like gaming. And that has now gone <laughs> from John and a couple guys who like gaming to a real company with over 50 employees. Wow. Um, we've been able to bring Comcast as an investor with us. Along with that, Sweet. Uh, Tucker Roberts, who is leads Comcast gaming division, uh, just so happens his father happens to be the CEO of Comcast, the whole cable company. Um, but having Tucker as part of our team has been incredible. To have uh, Five Below, which is a kids retailer that has over 900 mm -hmm. stores across the United States, to have them as an investor with us and, and their CEO as a board member with us has been incredible. But putting the icing on the cake of all this so far has been the involvement of one of the athletes. Yeah. So Emmanuel Sanders, who is a superstar wide receiver who this season will be playing for the New Orleans Saints, last year was on the uh, San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl, and yeah. he is a gamer, and he's invested in Nerd Street Gamers. He's a, a you know, uses his platform to promote Nerd Street Gamers. He's worn Nerd Street cleats in a game in the NFL. No way. Um, and he's a super apex player. So it just all works and it works really seamlessly in a way. And he's, he and John Fazio, the CEO of Nerd Street have become friends. They play apex online together, depending on wherever <laughs> Emmanuel is in the, in the country, they play against each other. And we just love to have him as our brand ambassador for the overall company. Yeah, I mean, that's a blessing for you. It couldn't be any better. I mean, everything is coming together in, in this example, right? It was really amazing. Um, one of the other things that we have at 76 Capital is a strategic partnership with a sports marketing firm. And that sports marketing firm is called Rubicon Talent. And Rubicon represents professional athletes, Olympic athletes, and sports broadcasters. And that's where this relationship with Emmanuel Sanders came from. 
you know, they represent Emmanuel off the field and all of his marketing deals and all of the promotions and things that he does. And they knew that he liked gaming and they knew that he wanted to get in the entrepreneurial world and make investments. And they helped us bridge this gap between the athlete and the, and the startup. And that's another one of our, I would call secret weapons that we have at 76 Capital is this partnership with Rubicon Talent, where I believe we're the only venture capital fund in the world that has this relationship. I have yet to, to hear, hear of anyone else who has something like this. So we, we're super excited about that. And we really enjoy bringing these authentic, like truly authentic relationships together. We don't try to take an athlete and kind of jam them into a business that they know nothing about. We love when they are actually truly passionate about what they're, what they're getting involved with. And that's when the magic happens. Stay up to date with all things sports tech and sign up for our newsletter. You'll get a monthly breakdown of the most important developments in the global sports tech ecosystem, paired with exclusive interviews with industry leaders. Get all of this and more delivered directly to your inbox. Sign up today at sportstechx.com. I got to say, Wayne, this is a very smart setup that you have there. <laughs> so when you when you talk about this, this makes uh, the ultimate sense, uh, I would say. Is it something that just happened along the way? Or is it something that you like had in mind was your big vision right away? Uh, what was it? You know, I think one of the things that we believe at 76 Capital is we're all about trying to make the impossible possible, right? So yeah. it, it sounds like impossible to pull all these pieces together. It sounds like it's this, how could you, how can you do this? But that's what we try to go do. And we try to, you know, strategically use our relationships, our knowledge, our expertise, and, and bring it all together and, and make things happen. Make things happen that seem incredibly impossible, but then making them impossible. So I'm constantly stressing to my team at 76 Capital, our CEOs of our portfolio companies, go out there and do something that no one else thinks that you can go do. Because It truly is possible to do these types of things. You think about all the incredible innovations in the world that have come out where a lot of things, right? We're doing this podcast, you know, through our computers across the Atlantic Ocean, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, who would have ever thought of that <laughs> even 15 years ago, 10 years ago? I mean, like these yes. things, these are some crazy, you would have to have this whole broadcast studio with satellite hookups and all this stuff. But all <laughs> we do is pop our laptops open and here we go. Right. I mean, so there's exactly, these are the kind of things that I just believe I mentioned earlier. I, you know, I wrote this book and, and I talk about how it's so important that you every single day, think about yourself as an entrepreneur. You try to do things that are just mm -hmm. crazy that other people think you may be crazy, but if people are thinking you're crazy, then you're probably moving in the right direction. I agree. So it's like then you're truly doing something innovative because if someone understands what you're doing and they get it instantly, that's not innovative. That's like, oh, that's obvious, right? Yeah. But no, you have to be able to do something that's other people can't see. You can see five years out. And that's why I tell entrepreneurs and, and our CEOs of our companies and our management teams, like, I'm here with you. My team at 76 Capital, we're with you. 
And there are going to be some dark times. There are going to be times when doors are going to get slammed in your face. There are going to be times when you're going to get knocked down. There are going to be times when your business just doesn't seem like it's going to make it. But we're there for you. And if you really know where you're going with this thing and you have that vision, you know, just keep going, keep moving forward. That's what you got to do. Yeah, I, I totally agree on this. And um, I'm sure the entrepreneurs highly appreciate it. And, and I can tell just by the way you speak about it, what kind of passion you bring to the table. And also what you just said, like, I mean, Apple said it many years ago, think different, uh, do the unpredictable, uh, not do what everybody else does, be a bit creative, don't accept the no, try something else. I think these are the, the treats and the characteristics that founders have to bring to the table. So I can imagine that they appreciate uh, you and I guess also your team doing this and supporting them. Uh, in these ways as well so um yeah would like to would like to see how the meetings uh between you and and the companies that you've invested in um uh, go down actually so <laughs> I'm, i'm sure that's interesting when you guys talk well it's a lot of fun right and that's the one other thing right if you don't love what you're doing go do something else and fortunately for my team and me at 76 capital you know we jump out of bed every morning we're fired up We're, we love what we do. It's incredible. And you know what? We also make sure we don't invest in companies. We invest in entrepreneurs. We invest in people, mm -hmm. right? That's what it's all about. And so when we invest in one of these entrepreneurs, we have to make sure that they have the same level of excitement and passion for their business as we have for the overall business of investing in the sports tech world. They've got to be that way because if not, it's going to be a mismatch. And I assume that also helps when uh, some challenges present themselves along the way. So one of my next questions would be, uh, what has been the biggest challenge that you have faced so far? And maybe also how, how did you solve it then? Well, I'd say the biggest challenge, I mean, look, I, I've, I've been in the venture capital business for over 20 years. So I saw the dot-com bust yeah. you know, in 2000, 2001, lived through that fought through 2008 with the economic crisis uh, across the, the world. And now here we are in COVID-19 world. And I think this is the biggest challenge yep. that not only us at 76 Capital is, this is the biggest challenge this world has ever faced. And I think that it's really important to continue to try to move your business forward mm -hmm during these times and think about what are some of the opportunities? How can you actually grow your business through this time? How can you expand your network? How do you develop new relationships, right? How do you sort of try to do things that maybe others are in a way paralyzed by this terrible virus that's out there? But how do you, you know, keep yourself healthy, be safe, but also try to expand your business. And for me, this is all about the mindset of being a, you know, a successful entrepreneur. So what we do is, and you mentioned earlier, you'd like to sit in one of our meetings for, with one of our entrepreneurs. Well, <laughs> well, here you go. This is what we do. We sit down with them and we have them think about what's going on in the business today, making sure they're taking care of their team members you know, and their employees, making sure that that everyone is okay from a, a, a mental perspective, that they're, they're okay, as well as from a, a physical being healthy. Yeah. And then it's like, how do you open your minds? How do you expand your mind? How do you start to think about things? Because right now is a time when pretty much everyone is at home or they're kind of holed up in some way. And so how can you 
use this time to expand your network, develop new relationships, and potentially even launch new lines of businesses while this is going on. And when it ends, be able to come out the other side of it even stronger. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the worst thing you can uh, do right now is uh, being paralyzed and just do nothing. Like just be shocked and um, like crawl into bed and wait till, till the crisis is over. Um, first of all, I think you can, even if your business is like affected like massively, you can still, let's say, put it on, put it on hold if that's possible and, uh, take care of yourself mentally and, and physically. Like you said, I mean, you can, many entrepreneurs have been hustling for years, um, not really taking care of, yeah, their, their, their body and their, their mental health. So I think this is the minimum you can do. Um, but I also agree on, on the other part that you said and I've read an article or seen, seen a post somewhere that in the financial crisis of 2008, some of the uh, most valuable companies of today have been born like Uber and, and others. So, um, yeah, history has shown that, uh, these crises can be used for something really powerful. So, um, yeah, I think it's good that you, that you help your entrepreneurs and, and push them to, to think about some alternatives. And yeah, who knows? Maybe they come out with a completely different company, completely different product that is even better than, uh, something that they were building before the crisis. Who knows? Yeah, that's, that's absolutely right. And, you know, just a few weeks ago, I put out a post of an article that I wrote basically talking about all these things and talking about the things that you can go do to enable yourself to be successful through these times. And and I think, again, you know, you have to use all of the the tools that are out there today. You may not be able to go in person and sit down and have coffee with someone today, but this is a great time. Use your all your social networks that you have out there. And use them to be, you know, to your advantage. You know, dig into LinkedIn, dig into Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. You'll find some really amazing things out there, potentially in your own network, right? <laughs> yep. that, you, that you may have been connected with all these years and you just hadn't thought about how you and, you know, maybe a friend of yours that's halfway across the world, she's the answer to all the things that you've been trying to build and, you know, as you've been running around so hard and you didn't even stop to think this is the time yeah and you can do it from home you can do it from home you don't even have to leave your house and that is uh, connected potentially to the next question actually i wanted to speak a bit about uh, hot trends or, or sectors in, in sports tech that you are specifically tracking or find very interesting i mean now that we have this crisis everybody's looking at um, fitness solutions that can be done at home and of course esports because esports athletes are, are less affected than the other um, athletes in sports Uh, so what from, from your perspective from 76 Capital are like the hot sectors at the moment that you're really looking into? I mean, you mentioned betting already, but maybe some others. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you hit on esports and, and sports betting, and those are areas that we are extremely bullish on. And we really think that they are still very, very hot sectors to invest in. And we truly believe that there are entrepreneurs that are creating companies the likes of Google and Facebook and Amazon in those industries. And, you know, we think we have a really tremendous portfolio of companies today within this space, but there are more, there are more opportunities, there are more ideas, there are more ways to do things that will truly change the way uh, we, we look at those, those industries today. I mean, just this past week, you had on a Friday night on ESPN, you had NBA players playing NBA 2K against each other. Who would have yeah. ever thought that would happen, right? You know, have the fact that there's sports books now for the first time, time for many of these sports books are now putting out lines on esports. 
So a lot of people say, well, sports betting is one thing and esports is another thing. No, actually, people are betting on that, right? You have to look in, you know, and yeah. actually you being in Berlin and in Europe, right? I mean, across Europe, you've got all sorts of things that, you know, that's where the, the cutting edge of, of, of sports betting is where, and just casino, new casino games and virtual games and all sorts of things that are happening. So there's a lot of, lot of things that you can learn from, from doing a lot of really great research. And we think that the, there, there's this incredible opportunity across those two areas today. I agree. And uh, speaking a bit more, more short term or midterm, uh, w what is coming up for your company in the next couple of months? I mean, um, earlier you said that, yeah, you, you like to go for the things that uh, where people think they are impossible. Is any of these moves maybe maybe happening? Or is it maybe that is more connected to the COVID-19 crisis? Or yeah, what, what, what is going on in the next couple of months at uh, 76 Capital? Well, over the next couple of days, um, we're going to be making an announcement of a new investment that we had made into an esports company. We're very excited about what Sweet. what they're doing especially because it's this convergence between the media side of things as well as the the esports world and actually there's incredible use for this in the sports betting industry so it's a it's almost like it hits on all the things that we we love hmm. um, we are you know bringing on new people onto our team uh, I'm always looking for smart nice, people that can really do big things with us and hopefully in the next you know few weeks we'll be making some announcements around that of some really incredible people with experiences that can be uh, very helpful to us at 76 capital and most importantly enable us to do more things for the companies that we invest in mm -hmm. so there's some really exciting things coming down the pike Uh, we certainly want to make sure that everybody is is staying safe out there and and uh, mm -hmm. doing everything you can to make sure that you're healthy and staying in shape and uh, that's kind of what it's all about right now. I mean, staying healthy and as you said, keeping your mind and your body, you know, fit because sports will be back. Sports will be back in a big way, and yeah. you know this this ecosystem of sports tech entrepreneurs and investors needs to be strong to help making you know incredible moves to push us all forward absolutely nothing nothing to add there um we're coming to the last question already it's uh nothing about 76 capital anymore uh, i think we we've covered that topic quite well uh and it's actually i think i would say my favorite question of the, of the interview um every time i ask it so what is your favorite sporting moment anything that you have i don't know witnessed um live in the stadium on tv or i don't know maybe in your your own um, sports career potentially so what would you say is your favorite sporting moment well you know fortunately i've seen some really incredible things you know the, the phillies winning the world series in 08 the eagles winning the super bowl uh, a couple of years ago wow. being at those games and experiencing that with my my brother and my dad and, and those kinds of things uh -huh. have been incredible. But the one moment that I'll never forget is during the World Series when the Phillies were playing the Yankees in 2009. And my son was almost, actually, he would just turned six years old. And there was a rain delay. And during that rain delay, it was about an hour. And he's six years old and he wasn't a very small kid. I held him for that whole <laughs> rain delay and he slept on my shoulder and i never forget my brother saying to me why don't you just put him down he's so heavy what are you what are you doing and i said this, I, 
I'll never, no way. Like I, I'm enjoying this so much, having him laying his head on my shoulder. And yeah, he was heavy, but it was a, just such a special moment. And it was during a sporting, you know, event. And, um, you know, those are the kind of things that I think is amazing about sports. You know, sports brings people together, brings families together, brings friends together, and allows you to have such awesome memories. And, and that's why I love sports so much. Yeah, very good one. That's a very nice memory. I mean, mostly people go with some yeah events where something historic happened, like uh, somebody winning the World Series or, or or the Super Bowl, as you said. But this is a very uh, good and, and like also intimate moment. So uh, I appreciate that one. Uh, I hope you have a picture of you holding holding your son. Hope your brother took a picture back then, or is it just a, a mental memory? I, I don't know if I have a picture. It's a great question. I wonder if my brother took one. Um, I, I don't know. We were. It was 2009, so it was a little bit early for this selfie world. Um, this is selfie yeah. generation. But um, I, I'll, I'm going to have to. That's a that's a great thing. I'm going to have to check that one out and look around for that. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, like I said, thanks for sharing this. Uh, Wayne, uh, this is it. We're at the end of the podcast. I uh, learned a lot, very interesting insights. Mental note to myself, I have to uh, buy your book and read it. That seems to be very interesting uh, now that I talk to you. And um, yeah, that's all I got. Thank you very much for being on that podcast. And uh, I will follow your project closely and I wish you all the best for, for the future. I appreciate that. And I'll leave you with this last thing, Benjamin. And, and this is you know what, what my book's all about. It's like, making sure that every single day that everyone goes out there and thinks about themselves as an entrepreneur, that you go out there and you make as many connections as possible. Try to turn those connections into relationships. But then at the same time, most importantly, with those relationships and all the people that you know, try to help them. Try to help everybody. And let's all try to make this world a better place. Very good ending to the podcast. Uh, thank you, Wayne, and have a good day. You too. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sports Tech All-Stars podcast with Benjamin Pankert. If you like our show, let us know and leave a review. And if you want to know more about us, check out sportstechx.com, where you can find our latest industry reports and updates. For a deeper dive into all things sports tech, check out our comprehensive database, SportstechDB, at sportstechdb.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us at SportsTechX on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Join us next time for another insightful conversation with a leader in sports tech.